Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. How do you feel great on vacation? Like really good? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sand beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll immerse yourself in natural wonder and find your center on an island where things move at your speed. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Gina Ryan, and I am so happy to be with you again today as together we can consider the many ways to bring your mind and body back to its natural peace and calm. In today's episode, I'm talking about finding peace in the present moment, and this is a little bit of a listener's journey. And so today I want to start out by sharing an email from a listener who is commenting on episode 963. I will link to it in the show notes. And the title of that show was Listener Epiphany About Feeling Safe in the Present Moment. And so our listener, D, who sent me the email, she made some awesome points that are really good reminders and noteworthy to share with all of you. So thank you, D, for sending me the email with all of your great points and giving me permission to share it with the listening family. D says, Thank you for this podcast. You treated the listener respectfully and compassionately without regard to her age. At 71, I sometimes feel dismissed as a stoic old person by medical providers and others. Surprise, surprise, age didn't make me immune to the full range of emotions, helpful and unhelpful. Here are the reasons why this podcast felt like a warm blanket wrapped around me. She says, number one, the conclusion the writer came to that she's safe in this moment can handle whatever happens gives me hope. So just for clarity, D is commenting on the episode 963, which was me commenting and sharing the other listener, her epiphany. And I'm doing this because you all are a wealth of wisdom. And when you get something, the fact that you put it into words and send it to me is awesome. And your words speak volumes. And that's why I like to share them sometimes on the show when you give me permission. So that idea that D states here 
that the conclusion the writer came to that she's safe in this moment can handle whatever happens gives her hope. And Dee goes on in her email number two. You treated the listener respectfully and as totally deserving of help. At 71, I often feel dismissed by health providers and people who don't know me. As if I can take any bad news in stride because something is, quote, normal for your age. Number three, Dee says, I thought that as people aged, they would automatically develop some stoic ability to bear losses of health and independence and the death of friends. It's not true. Each loss is painful at the time. Number four, Dee says, there are many opportunities to panic, to be in limbo until test results come in, new and scary physical symptoms and pains, and the death of friends. Number five from D. My conclusion is that I can fret about the future of the rest of my life, not in an abstract way as I did when I was younger. As I listened to the episode, it became obvious to me that this fear-slash-anxiety about the entire future is even more ridiculous because there is no end to it. And Dee's sixth point, the bottom line, she says, live in the present, in this day, in this moment, mindfully, as you tell us. Then she writes, P.S. I listen to every podcast, usually two to five a day, and have changed so much of the way I think and respond to events and circumstances. I follow the recommendations on a daily basis, and they really help me. After three years of meditating at least 20 minutes a day, I reap the rewards of this practice in more difficult moments. I could write a book, but just thank you, thank you, thank you. And it's signed D. Today's episode is sponsored by Prolon Life. This is a revolutionary plant-based nutrition program that nourishes the body while making the cells believe they're fasting. It is proven to induce autophagy or autophagy, the body's internal cellular repair and recycling pathway, which has been linked to improved health and reduced disease. The five-day program uses science-backed nutrition technology that offers the benefits of prolonged water fasting while providing food and nutrients to enhance safety, adherence, and long-term outcomes. I have wanted to do a water fast for quite a while for health reasons, but I've not found the right place or time yet. So I'm very excited to try Prolong Life five-day program as soon as it arrives. It offers all the benefits of fasting without the inconvenience. Prolong Life's program includes snacks, soups, and beverages designed to keep your body in a fasting state. It's no wonder why thousands of doctors now recommend Prolon to support healthy blood sugar and cardiovascular health. Right now, Prolon is offering the Anxiety Coaches Podcast listeners 
10% off their five-day nutrition program. Go to ProLawnLife.com slash ACP. That's P-R-O-L-O-N Life.com slash ACP for the special offer. Prolon El Nutra. That's ProLawnLife.com slash ACP. Thank you, Dee. I want to say thank you to you. Your words are very, very helpful. And I'm just going to scoot back to the beginning and go through here because I made some notes on a number of these comments. And about your age, yes, and feeling dismissed, I have to say yes, I actually hear this quite often. And what's interesting is that I would have thought as we got older, we would get more respect and care. But it doesn't seem to always be the way it is. And I also commented on the fact that age didn't make you immune to the full range of emotions. I love how you put that. That's right. Age does not make us immune to a full range of emotions and feelings. And to assume so is ignorant on whoever is assuming that. Maybe people just need more education. Maybe because we never had so many people, you know, we're the baby boomers. So there's bajillions of us. And maybe people are not accustomed to dealing with so many people in this time of our life, this 65 and older age group. I love that you commented, Dee, and said that you had hope from listening to another person who wrote in saying that they could handle whatever happens. That gave you hope. Yes, that's the whole point of us sharing with each other and me sharing what you write to me. Because if one person got through it, you can do it too. You mentioned, Dee, that there were many opportunities to panic and so on. And I said that this was an important point because there are many opportunities to panic as we can find our body making changes that we never, ever encountered before and at a rate that we could not have imagined. So we can feel like we're on a runaway train. And you're right, the death of friends or their symptoms and their diagnoses that all brings us closer to our own immortality on a regular basis. This leaves us in a very different reality than we might have imagined, leaving us all to deal with these feelings along with symptoms and sensations. And as a Stoic would say, but that's a good thing. It is good for us to see that we are not going to be here forever. And it's okay because it brings us into the present moment so that we can live today. And with your fifth point, you mentioned the fear and anxiety about the future and it being more ridiculous because there was no end to it. That's right. There is no end to it. And so what we've learned to do, Dee, is, and everyone listening, my friends, we learn to live peacefully with unresolved issues. It may not be a health issue for you. It may be something else, but there is no end to the potential issues that we may face in life. And as we live more and more years, we see all the possibilities even more clearly. 
So I'd like to address how we all might be able to help ourselves along the way with the insight that Dee has shared with us. Dealing with and living peacefully with unresolved issues can be challenging, but it is possible with the right mindset and coping strategies. So I wanted to go over some tips on how we can do that. Whether you're in your 70s or your 60s, your 50s, 40s, 30s, 20s, it doesn't matter. We are all only guaranteed right now. We are only guaranteed this. And that's a good thing to look at because we don't want to fritter our lives away. We want to be in the present moment. So what's the first step? You know what I'm going to say. It's acceptance. The first step is to accept that not all problems can be resolved. Understand that some issues may be beyond your control, and it's okay to let go of the need to fix everything. And I'm talking to myself here, so I get you guys. I'm right here with you. The second one is to embrace uncertainty. We can learn to recognize that life is filled with uncertainties and that not everything can be neatly resolved. Learning to tolerate ambiguity and uncertainty can reduce anxiety and stress. You know, the Stoics were not void of feelings and emotions. Their writings were actually filled with grief and challenges of their times. They had plagues and all kinds of things. Everybody's always got something to deal with. But they were able to embrace uncertainty and still move forward. And we can do that too. Next up, I want you to focus on what you can control. While some issues may be unresolvable, there are often aspects of a situation that we can control or influence. So concentrate your energies on those aspects and take proactive steps to improve them. Seek support, like talking to friends and family members, or if you have a coach or a therapist, about your feelings and concerns about these unresolvable issues. These will be the ones that you just feel like it's a thorn in your side. You can't seem to get anywhere or make any changes. By sharing your thoughts and emotions, perhaps this can provide some relief and help you gain perspective. If you don't have someone to talk to, no problem. Keep a journal, just like the Stoics did. Keep a journal of your thoughts and your feelings as a way for you to gain new perspective. You will be able to see it differently when you see it on paper. Of course, mindfulness and meditation. I am so excited that Dee has taken herself to meditating as much as she has. I'm looking back here. 20 minutes a day, three years, awesome Totally awesome. Don't give it up, D. Keep it going. Because practicing mindfulness and meditation can help us to stay in the present moment. I think that's really helped our listener that wrote in. And it can help reduce anxiety about the future. These techniques can also improve our ability 
to cope with that uncomfortable uncertainty. We want to learn to develop resilience by building it. And we build our resilience by cultivating positive thinking. We're born with a negative bias and we need to actually work on or cultivate positive ways of looking at the issues that we face. We can also build our resilience with problem-solving skills and emotional intelligence. Resilience helps us to bounce back from the setbacks that we get and adapt to challenging situations. It really serves us in the long run. And we have to be able to put the work in, just like Dee, our listener, is doing with her meditation. She's putting the work in. She's seeing changes. This is awesome. She's having great insights. Maybe that kind of healthcare appointment would have thrown her for a loop in the past, but you can see it. You can still be bothered by it. You still get the feelings, but you don't go down the wormhole. This is the point. This is why we do the work and pull up our tool belt, use our practices, practice when we're not hurting or down in the anxiety wormhole. We do that so that we build our resilience. We also want to make sure that we prioritize our self-care. Take time to take care of your physical and emotional well-being. This has so many different things that we could do. This could be different for you than it would be for me, different for me in different times of my life. This is why we have to always check in with ourselves. Are we getting enough sleep? Are we eating healthy or do we just know that we should be eating healthy? Are we engaging in regular physical activities and finding activities that bring us joy and relaxation? We have to pay attention and check in with ourselves. Put a little tickler in your calendar. You know, maybe every 15th of the month, you look at your self-care again and see where you've fallen off or where you want to add something new. We can look at setting realistic expectations in our life and adjust our expectations to actually align with the reality of unresolvable issues. Understand that life may not always go as planned, and it's essential for us to be flexible and adaptable for our own well-being. We want to be like the bamboo. We can grow tall and strong, but we are flexible when that wind comes. It doesn't break us. We can do the bending. You want to also see if you are finding meaning and purpose. Focusing on your values and what gives your life meaning can provide so much energy and a sense of purpose and fulfillment, even in the face of unresolvable issues. This gives you another place to go to put your focus. You don't have to just continually rehash the issues that are unresolvable. And finally, practicing gratitude. You want to cultivate gratitude in your life by acknowledging the positive aspects of your life 
And this can help you to shift your focus away from unresolvable problems and toward the things that bring you happiness and contentment. Remember, living peacefully with unresolvable issues is an ongoing process. It's okay to have difficult moments, difficult days, difficult weeks, difficult months. I understand. I know. I'm out here in the world too. But by incorporating these strategies into our lives and building up that resistance, we can better navigate the uncertainties and the challenges that come our way. So I'm going to thank you again, Dee, for your email. Thank you for listening to the show. Thank you for doing the practices and sharing with me that you are doing it and meditating at least 20 minutes a day for three years. I hope people are listening. It does make a difference. I hope today's show was helpful for you. I hope you enjoy hearing from the other listeners. And if you have something you would like to share with me and our whole listening audience, when you write to me, just let me know in the email that it's okay for me to mention it on the show. I never use first names. I know that you recognize your email when it comes out. So drop a line if you'd like to. I would love to hear from you also. Anxietycoachespodcast at gmail.com. And now for today's quote. The more you try to avoid suffering, the more you suffer because smaller and more insignificant things begin to torture you in proportion to your fear of being hurt. And that's from Thomas Merton. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at theanxietycoachespodcast.com. I'd like to invite you to our exclusive group coaching membership. It's an opportunity to join a community of like-minded individuals that are committed to achieving their personal goal of living with more peace and calm. Our membership program offers you the chance to connect with a group of individuals who are dedicated to clearing their chronic stress, anxiety, and panic while living with joy. You'll have the opportunity to participate in live group coaching sessions with me. By becoming a member, you also gain access to exclusive resources and materials designed to support your healing, well-being, and growth. These include skill sheets, access to all the Anxiety Coaches podcast episodes ad-free, and perhaps the most significant benefit of our membership program is the support and accountability that comes from being part of a group of like-minded individuals who are all striving towards similar goals. You'll be able to share your experiences and insights with coaches and group members, receive feedback and advice, 
and build relationships with people who share your desire to live with freedom from anxiety, worry, and negative thoughts. Start overcoming anxiety today and make it last a lifetime. Sign up for our group coaching membership today and take the first step toward unlocking your full potential for more peace and calm. Go to acpgroupcoaching.com. I'd love to see you in the group acpgroupcoaching.com. The link is in the show notes.